The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. We're today on the podcast going to talk a little bit about potential trades. Ooh. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of rumors about a lot of different individuals. We'll go through them one by one at what I think is uh, legit and maybe one that is more hogwash. Uh, we'll talk about that on the podcast. But first, of course, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skipping a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair, just tremendous. More particularly, I want to highlight the 100 Colorado distilled spirits as they are just tremendous over there. So many local fairs that you can go check out. And that's the beauty about it is they're, you know, they're all about being local, whether it be locally sourced or local companies that are supplying some of this stuff. So lots of great stuff over there at Tap14. Be sure to go check it out on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Trade rumors are everywhere. Now, of course, with the NFL, you know, generally the NFL has never had a buyer-seller type of market uh, because, you know, the, you, it's hard to change a team's fortunes in one trade. Well, we've started to see more trades and, and more activity at the deadline as the years go by. And I think more particularly the one that really stood out last year was, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo. And now the trade deadline is coming again. October 30th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Mountain Time is when the uh, deadline will be next week. And that means, well, there could be a lot of names thrown around. Now, is Denver a buyer or is Denver a seller when it comes to Tuesday? Day when the deadline hits. And it very well could be a, a decision made based off of what happens this weekend against Kansas City. Now, let's look at the individuals who potentially could be moved by the Denver Broncos. Of course, you've heard multiple names from Bradley Roby to Chris Harris Jr., uh, Emmanuel Sanders to Shane Ray to Marius Thomas. I mean, just a bunch of names. Not really, I don't know if reported is the correct way to put it, is more so just rumored. I, I think most of these are just complete hogwash. It's either uh, drum up by the media and or potentially by the team as well as the more smoke that you, you kind of put out or the more names that are kind of mentioned it really starts to get the attention of others. And then you have teams starting to call on them and, you know, well, we got this, but we kind of didn't want that. But, hey, we also got this going on too, and maybe we want to, you know, work out some sort of trade. So a lot of a lot of moving parts, a lot to unpack. And I'll get your responses also on uh, Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. Because more in particular, this Tuesday night got a little more interesting, or I should say Thursday night, Got a little bit more interesting when it comes to what potentially could involve Denver. Now, Thursday Night Football, uh, it was it was an okay game, I guess you could say, as the Houston Texans, uh, they come away with their fifth straight win. Um, but while they won the battle, I guess, over the Miami Dolphins, you could say, Maybe they potentially lost the war. They lost the war and went in this way of uh, Will Fuller, their very fine wide receiver, speedster wide receiver, is now out for the season. 
Torn ACL for Will Fuller, uh, a great player, a, a player that they count on to contribute next to DeAndre Hopkins. And this is a big, big deal for the Houston Texans, who now hold first place in their division and could be looking at a playoff run. This is a guy who has the second most targets on this team, second most yards, second most touchdowns. I mean, it really is DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller the fifth, and everybody else. So this is a hole that all of a sudden Houston needs to fill. Now, it should be kept in mind. Houston, after five wins in a row, $24 million this year in cap and a ton of cash available for next year. I believe it's somewhere in the realm of $90 million, those numbers according to over the cap. And by the way, they also have a second ex, uh, an extra second-round pick, which came from the Seattle Seahawks in the Dwayne Brown trade. So the Houston Texans have a lot of ammo all of a sudden when it comes to the idea of maybe wanting to make a move. Houston has been a team that uh, has been tough to gauge because, uh, you know, they, they lost their first three games. It looked like things were just not working out. Bill O'Brien's making people mad, this and that. And all of a sudden, here come the Houston Texans now with five straight wins and leading a very winnable division and quite frankly, could be in the mix. So, of course, that Seattle Seahawks second-round pick is a sexy one because that is a, a Seattle Seahawks team that, uh, let's face it, right now in the NFL is is not playing exactly to their biggest strengths. They're not the Seattle Seahawks of old as they would be uh, sitting in the first half of the draft. So certainly that Seattle Seahawks team and that draft pick could be in the realms of like a 40, a 45, 50, somewhere in that realm. And that could definitely benefit a team that, uh, well, they want to make a deal with. Insert Denver now with a wide receiver that they potentially could want to move on from. And that's uh, Demarius Thomas. Now, again, lots of reports uh, uh, from, from uh, they're not going to trade DT to they are, they want to move on from him. I, I don't really know if they actually want to move on from him, but they would be foolish not to listen to offers. And I think this is where we kind of peel back the curtain. Uh, you get to see the, the behind the scenes. Look, every team listens to offers all the time. Okay, there's a there's a big difference between listening to offers and actively shopping players. I don't think this is Denver actively shopping really anybody outside of maybe one name, but outside of that, and I'll get to that one name here in just a second. I think this is more of a, yeah, we have Demarius Thomas. Yeah, we kind of need to be on this thought about rebuilding because Demarius Thomas is a aging wide receiver who is set to make $14 million in 2019. And uh, while he is a reliable chain mover, he has dropped some passes this year, and it also doesn't look like he's really on that same page with Case Keenum, whatever it may be. Now, a lot of factors go into this, but certainly uh, Demarius Thomas, one of those names I think you would be foolish if you weren't listening to offers. Now, a multitude of teams from the Tennessee Titans to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys probably, the, that door may be shut now with Amari Cooper, but we've seen Jerry Jones make crazier moves. But maybe the door is now open for Houston. So certainly something to watch moving forward. 
Uh, want to focus on the other wide receiver, and that would be Emmanuel Sanders uh, for the Denver Broncos. I think this is just hogwash. I, I don't think Denver has any interest in moving on from a guy like Emmanuel Sanders who is just playing phenomenally, and I think this guy is really getting a shot, a, a rejuvenated season with this guy as he has performed just a, a stellar year so far. And, and Keenum, who lo- appears to be the quarterback for next year, whether you like that or not. It's Case Keenum or Bust next year, and that could be discussed on another podcast, but um, this looks like a guy who just has that natural chemistry with because they're completing those longer passes, 10, 20-plus yard throws this year. That leads the team by nearly double as Cortland Sutton is second with six. 24 first downs thrown to Emmanuel Sanders. That's more than anybody else on the team. Emmanuel Sanders has the most targets, he has the most receptions, he has the most yardage, and he's tied for the team lead in touchdowns. This is a guy who just seemingly is the go-to that Case Keenum is looking for when he is in trouble. And look, Emmanuel Sanders this is a guy who has shown that he can be effective throughout his career and consistently, and you know, even at the ripe old age of 31 right now, it doesn't seem like age is slowing down Sanders. We kind of thought it was, but maybe more so much can be attributed to that ankle injury as Emmanuel Sanders, you know you're going to get a guy who is well-respected in that locker room who is going to just uh, uh, work his ass off for you. I mean, this is a guy who throws his body around more as a wide receiver than I've seen in quite some time here in Denver, and you have to like that if you're a quarterback or if you're an offensive coordinator head coach because this guy is going to dive for footballs and really kind of put it all out there on Sundays. And you like that, and look, this is a guy who could very well catch 100 passes this year. He's at 46 going into the eighth game of the year. You know what that means. You project it out, just basically time it by two. Who knows? We'll see. So big year from Emmanuel Sanders so far, and uh, those totals certainly adding up. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. And, of course, our friends over there at Pro Football Focus, profootballfocus.com. Use the promo code POD20. That's POD20. 20% off your subscription to the Elite Edge memberships. A lot of good stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. 20% off your subscription on ProFootballFocus.com. So I don't I don't really see any any viable situation where you're dealing Emmanuel Sanders and you're saying, okay, this is uh this is actually gonna benefit us unless a team comes calling with just an absolutely absurd offer, uh very much a la Dallas Cowboys, Amari Cooper, Oakland Raiders first round pick type offer, which I just don't think is happening. And even then for for a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, I almost have to think twice. You probably have to do the deal. But it does make you think. On our Twitter page, uh, or at least on my Twitter page, at Ronnie K Radio, that's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter, taking your reactions to the Houston idea, because I, I think this makes a lot more sense. Now, if you're Houston, maybe you don't think about something like this because of one name that's still available. And that name being Des Bryant. Now, I don't really know if Des Bryant has true inspirations or uh, aspirations, uh, desires to play in a place like Houston. I know, obviously, uh, played in Dallas. Uh, you know, this is a guy who turned down money to play in Baltimore. Um, he has interest, but I'm not really sure at this point what they are. I mean, he said uh, he has interest, but then again, he's also kind of gone back on that as well, too. So, 
look, it's anybody's guess at this point. I don't want to speculate about that. But more so in the idea that if they want to bring in a guy like Adarius Thomas, it's only going to cost them that potential third, fourth round pick. Obviously, if you're Denver, you're looking to try to get that extra second round pick. As uh, JC on Twitter, JC Knox says, makes a lot of sense, especially he ex- as uh, he's the opposite style as DeAndre Hopkins. Big physical guy who would fit perfectly. Now, I, I don't want to sound like we're discrediting DeAndre Hopkins because that guy is also big physical as well, too, or at least he plays like he's big. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is... Uh, one of the premier wide receivers in the NFL. And while, you know, DeAndre is uh, only 6'1", this guy plays like he's 6'5", because he's just just so athletic and his his vertical is incredible. He's young in his prime. So it will be interesting to see if now Houston all of a sudden becomes a player with Will Fuller now out for the season And more importantly, Houston back into the playoff mix. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Up on NFL.com, one of the players written, uh, at least as far as a potential trade candidate, this was written by Chris Westerling. This was uh, about a week ago. He mentions in the number four on his list is Shane Ray. And, of course, the pass rusher for the Denver Broncos, I think, This is my guy. This is just speculation. I have no inside knowledge, but I think this is the guy, if Denver was to get a reasonable offer, this is the guy you want to move on from because Denver is so deep at pass rusher, and I I don't see a situation where Shane Ray returns to the Denver Broncos. Uh, Of course, the the fifth-year option uh, was not exercised. The Broncos did not do that with Shane Ray, so you know they essentially maybe potentially drafted his replacement. In Bradley Chubb, uh, we we at the beginning of the year talked about this on this podcast. It was pretty clear that if Shane Ray was going to be an explosive, producing, um, absolute fiend on the field for the Denver Broncos, that they were not going to get him back. This was going to be a guy who was going to get paid a ton of money, who was going to uh, be one of those premier guys in free agency who's 26 productive and can really rush the passer and that's not really been the case he has one sack this year it uh you could argue it kind of came in garbage time I mean it just really hasn't been the year that Shane Ray was hoping for um and and he really just hasn't been the same since 2016 a couple wrist surgeries later so so I don't think this is a guy who is going to get big money on the open market now that said this may lead to him potentially staying in Denver because, uh, and look, Shane Ray is a guy who is very understanding of his situation. As he told Mile High Sports himself in the offseason prior to training camp, he said, I wouldn't have signed myself either. I wouldn't have exercised that contract on a guy who's had multiple wrist surgeries and has improved himself. I mean, I, that's a lot of money. It was, what, $9 million? That's that's something you're just not going to do. So uh, I get where uh, Shane gets where he's at right now. And if he doesn't have enough money coming from the open market, it may be worth it for Shane Ray to stay in a place like Denver where he is surrounded by so much talent that could make him better. And you sign a short-term deal, something like a one, two-year deal. You get the opportunity to stay fully healthy. I mean, he's dealt with some things earlier this year. I mean, there was a little bit of a worry that he kind of re-aggravated that wrist, but 
if you sign one of those short one-year, two-year prove-it type deals, then all of a sudden you're playing with Von Miller. It's making it easier on you. You maybe can stuff the stat box, and then all of a sudden you're hitting free agency again at a 28 year, uh, 28 years of age, which is still very sexy, very sexy in the NFL. And that could be very beneficial to Shane Ray as opposed to being somebody who goes to just some random team, you know, the the Jets or the Buccaneers, and then you're kind of more so relied upon to be a crucial part of that defense when you haven't been able to show it, not, you know, here in Denver. I mean, outside of one year, he has been inconsistent. So uh, this is a guy who I think Denver will probably look to want to move on from because of that one-year deal. But in the event where they don't move on from him, who knows? It could be a a Shane Ray that stays here in Denver. And again, uh, you know, great pass rushers, very valuable. Very valuable in the NFL and certainly something that other teams will be coveting and, and certainly looking at as Shane Ray, still 25 years of age. Um, and, and and one of those guys that, you know, he is a, a, a he has proven at times, at times, but he has proven at times that he can be very, very effective. So lots to uh, uh, discuss and debate, not only coming up this weekend as the Denver Broncos take on the Kansas City Chiefs, but afterwards, because Monday, Tuesday, uh, it's going to be chaotic with the deadline coming up on the 30th at 2 o'clock our time. We'll see if Denver makes a move. Of course, uh, this is different. This is different from previous years. You know, previous years we've said, ah, trade deadline, nothing's going to happen. Eh, maybe they'll make a small move for like a backup offensive lineman. Now, totally different. As you're seeing trades left and right from Amari Cooper uh, to the Saints making a move. I mean, we're, we're talking about guys being dealt and impact players. We'll see if Denver is in the mix in 2018 it's Broncos Blitz podcast a daily podcast presented by tab 14 1920 Blake Street just a hop skip and a jump away from Coors Field 70 Colorado beers on tap 100 Colorado distilled spirits a lot of good stuff over there at tap 14 make sure you go on over there be sure to check out that rooftop too oh it's tremendous up there. Love that place. Tap 14 on the web. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Of course, the Broncos Blitz podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And well, a lot of good stuff coming up this weekend as well. I'll be dissecting that Kansas City game from head to toe. As the Broncos try to, well, get the season back on track. Because I tell you what, it's one of those games where, well, you win, you split with KC, you're back to 500. You know, what was once maybe a potentially winnable game against Houston, who knows? Houston's kind of this inconsistent up-down roller coaster ride. They look like a better team now, so uh, maybe a different story there. Bye week's coming. There's a potential, there's a slimmer of hope. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. It's so small. But who knows? You just never know. At Ronnie K Radio on Twitter. That's where you can follow me at Mile High Sports. Of course, on our Twitter page and MileHighSports.com where you can find previous archives of the show, whether it be breaking news, discussions, player interviews, coaches interviews, audio, all that good stuff. Post game wrap up at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. See you, y'all.